Hello, all of you small villains, and welcome back to Somebody Save Us. This is a Smallville retrospective podcast where we like to talk about Smallville after we watch the episodes, and we like to make jokes where the jokes are appropriate and roast the show where roasting is also appropriate. I'm Ashley, and I am here with my co host. That's me. It's Paul. Whoop, whoop, Paul. So, Paul. Whoop, whoop. So, Paul, how was uh, how 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 was uh, your initial kind of thoughts about the show? We'll just do initial thoughts. Just tell me, did you like it or did you not like it? That's all I want to hear. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it's because it's really fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so stupid. Um, <laughs> I remembered the opening part where they were driving up to the rave, and I was like, "It's the rave in the cave." It's the cave rave. Yeah, but I couldn't, I didn't remember that it was this one, but like I do, I did also remember like, you know, the broad strokes of the episode. So yeah, I was like, oh, I'm looking forward to this one. I know it's going to be kind of low stakes. It's yeah, it's pretty low stakes. Um, at least superhero wise, it's pretty high stakes. I'd say for Clark's love life, but you know, Uh um, which, yeah, (laughs) which is also so low stakes that it also by comparison is still also low stakes yeah pretty much it's pretty pretty much (laughs) underground those stakes haven't even risen out of the ground yet so Uh yeah 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 exactly god Mm -hmm. all right well let's get right into this episode this ridiculous episode where i'm pretty sure um not a single scene is longer than at least two and a half minutes (laughs) so what you're saying is they really rush through it (laughs) ah yes they did (laughs) <laughs> true uh, true to the episode's title we are going over episode whatever the hell it is episode what 13 14 14 and it is titled rush um all right so yes we start with chloe and pete and they are pulling up to the neon burning man and <laughs> <laughs> it's the big rave at the big caves and what caves may you ask they are why of course they're the caves that are full of ancient like indigenous cave paintings that's probably a pretty good place to have a bunch of drunken teenagers just party and you know dance all over yeah, the place it's it's like one of those things where there right? is a Uh-oh. like in tube man Paul. yeah i can't hear you you can't hear me at all Paul. can you hear me now Paul. hello Hello. Hello. We're having technical difficulties. I swear, Paul, my 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 mic is everything's turned up. It's not me. I can't hear you. Hello. 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 Paul. Hey. Hello. There you are. What the heck? What happened? I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like I could hear you completely fine. Like I didn't I did not lose connection to you <laughs> at all. Oh, okay. I could hear everything you were saying. And then you and then you started saying like 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 I must have gone I don't know if I was in the middle of saying something and you just couldn't like hear me anymore or what was going on but then i was just like what the fuck and then and then it was just like you've been disconnected oh we won't and mine is doing the thing right now where it says that the uploading is only at 35 percent yeah i see that too but 
Um, but it fixed, I think it fixed itself last time. Or how did we do that? I don't remember. You had to, so at the end of this, you're going to re-go into the studio, I think is how we fixed it. You re-went in and then it kind of fixed itself, I think is, yeah. is what we did. Yeah, at the end I was able to upload or whatever. Yes. So yeah, I guess they did not fix my fucking internet today. So well, great. God damn it. Well, okay, this is going to be a crapshoot, everybody. Might might go well, might go poorly. And BT yeah. Dubs, I'm only editing out the long pauses between our technical difficulty. I'm not editing out the actual technical difficulty. Just so you know. Good. Good. <laughs> everyone needs to know how everyone, we suffer. Everyone needs to know. That's right. This is. God damn it. Fuck. Anyways, what I was saying is that there's like. They show up, they they roll up on this thing, and there's like an alien tube man. Right? He's not even and, a wacky, waving, inflatable, arm-flailing tube man. He's just a tube man. No, no, just a tube man. And Pete's driving like the identical version of the car that exploded last episode, except for it's blue. Yes. Well, I'm sure mom and dad probably bought him a new one, because why not? A new old car. Yes. <laughs> Is it a, it, okay, so my dad used to have the red version of that car, the car from the last episode. It was like, what is it, a Z20 or a Z27 or something like that? Z24? Yeah, something like that. Little red yeah. sports yeah. car. Anyways, yes. Yeah. Now it is blue. Maybe it's the same one and they just spray painted blue on it to make it look not so rusted out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just oh, spray painted. So yeah, so they go to this rave and I think like it seems to me that they made it kind of like Chloe was the one that really wanted to go because Pete's like, oh shit, this is at these caves. These caves? Like, yeah, the caves with all these ancient drawings on them. Yeah, and Clark, he's like, Clark is going to be fucking pissed because, but also like, this is like, after all the, the, the hubbub around like preserving these caves, like you, like the indigenous tribe, like they, you'd think that they would have heard about this and been like, ah, oh, fuck no, we're not going to let these right. fucking whiteies have a party in our cave. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And why by, by this time, especially cause Lex is involved like mm -hmm. with those caves. So how is there not just like full security detail and freaking you know, do not enter tape and pylons and searchlights and all that yeah. shit already like put up. It's been a while since yeah. they, the yeah. cave. I mean, that thing is it's like Lex uh, like planted his flag in it and then like put one like rent a cop on yeah. duty and the dude is just sitting in town like shoving donuts in his face. He's not even Pretty at much. the cave. Nope. He yeah. probably, my, my assumption is he was probably th like having kids pay him to like throw parties at that cave. So, cause I mean, why wouldn't you want a side hustle? Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so Chloe essentially tells Pete like, Oh, don't worry, Pete, like a little Moby isn't going to hurt the, the cave paintings, <laughs> like calm down. And I call bullshit Chloe because you're a teenager. You understand how fucking dirty, shitty, awful teenagers are, especially when they're, you know, at a party. Yeah. Yeah. Like, holy, which just I won't go into the whole story, but I will say teenagers will trash whatever the F they want to trash, regardless of the circumstance. Because back when my dad first got hurt all those freaking years ago, uh. um, I came home after the first weekend of him like being at the in, in the worst part of like his uh, accident. Yeah. And uh, my brother had gone home a day early and when i came home that night slash morning because it was like 1 a.m on a sunday morning yeah. uh yeah he had thrown a rager and yeah. our house was fucking trashed <laughs> yeah yeah 
Sounds so, right. <laughs> yeah. Teen- yeah. <laughs> you know my brother a little bit. Yeah, you know what he's like. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, teenagers, they'll fuck it up. If they can, they will. So anyways, enter the cave. So they go into the cave and like Pete tries to get a couple of making out teens to get off the walls. And they yeah. for like a second to just give him the fucking eye daggers. And then while still looking at him, they start tonguing each other again. Well, I mean, yeah, you got to make eye contact. They're like, come on, let's pay. Hey, Pete, room for one more. Oh, God. And And R.I.P. Pete. And Pete Pete fills several vials. Oh, God. Uh, He just keeps them on hand now because he never knows when Clark's going to ask him for a sample. But then Chloe gets the bright idea of telling them that the clay doesn't wash out of their clothes. And then the girl's like, oh. Not my, not ill, not my Spencer's gifts crop top. (laughs) (laughs) This is the shittiest rave. (laughs) It really really freaking is. Okay, and the song that they're playing, I recognize it. I didn't have enough chance, time to Google it, but I know it used to be on my playlist way back in the day. So I, I remember that song. Yeah, it was a banger at the time, and now I listen to it, I'm like, ooh. ooh, It's not that great. (laughs) Back in the lime wire days. Yeah, exactly. Um, So then we get, uh, you know, Chloe and Peter, like, you know, just kind of mingling in with the crowd, and Rick Moranis comes up and basically (laughs) tongue bangs Chloe in the mouth. (laughs) Honey, honey, I mouth-fucked Chloe. <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, this kid 100% looked like Rick Moranis. He was like the glasses, the bit of the shaggier haircut. I'm pretty sure he had a sweater vest he on did. that was red. Yep. Red Aggies. sweater vest. Yeah. Oh god. And she's like, so she he, just assumes that he's wasted. And he's like, oh, I'm high on life. Yes. Well, and, and, Molly, so then Rick, and like an ass load of Molly. Yeah. <laughs> and a little LSD just for good measure. And so his name is actually Travis, but I'm sorry. We're calling him Rick Moranis. So yeah. Rick Moranis climbs his, starts climbing his ass to the top of the scaffolding. Yeah. And kind of like while it's happening, you can tell that Pete is like not having it with this rave. He kind of backs up against this wall mm-hmm. and he's kind of shaking his head. He's not looking very happy about being there. So we're getting like shots of... Rick Moranis climbing the scaffolding and then shots back to Pete and then a shot back to Rick Moranis and then a shot back to Pete. And then you get this odd camera angle. And and so the first time you see it, you're like, what the F? Because you see like a perspective through like a crack in a wall and you see Pete the back of his neck. Right. So then pans back to Pete. You see he's standing in front of said crack in the wall Mm -hmm. and as then it pans back to Rick Moranis, who's now going to suicide jump off of the scaffolding mm-hmm. just for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. Um, Pete, all of a sudden, you hear this little, tss, you know, little tss, like Caesar yeah. Mar- Caesar Milano when he does that to dogs. <laughs> you know, he's like, tss, tss, tss. <laughs> and something got Pete. Something got Pete from the crack. The wall crack got him, and he goes from looking a his little his neck, peeved. his back, <laughs> <laughs> and his kitty and his crack. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um and now he's looking pretty good after that now he's like head banging he's like oh yeah someone jumped to his death it's party time yeah like the the dude yells i'm invincible and jumps uh and is very much not invincible no he he was not afraid to fly he 
Travis, Travis tried to fly. He was that naive. <laughs> and now he's splat on the floor. And then we go to theme. Are they being credits? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes. Roll the credits, yeah. and now we cut to um, the newspaper where it says local teen dies in cave rave. No one's going to listen to this one. Uh, everyone's going to listen. Shush. So local teen dies in cave rave and Clark is holding this newspaper. Uh, He's walking through downtown Smallville. Mm -hmm. And then here comes evil Knievel down the effing sidewalk. Pete's motorbiking and he motorbikes off of a freaking like sandwich sandwich side. (laughs) (laughs) And knocks a lady over like not intentionally. Like she's obviously just trying to get out of the way and she stumbles back and her freaking groceries go everywhere. And everyone is looking like, Oh oh my goodness, this ruffian. I'm so broken because like when, uh, when the scene where Pete is talking to Clark is happening, every time it's, it's Clark talking to Pete and we're able to see over Pete's shoulder. I was literally just watching the lady pick up her groceries. <laughs> right. Like literally that's, I couldn't even, I couldn't tell you what Pete was wearing. At all. <laughs> well, that's okay. Cause I couldn't tell you either. I had the exact same thing going on. I was like, I was more worried about the lady. Poor lady. Her bananas yeah. are probably bruised. Yeah. Her baguette is so, broken in half. <laughs> Exactly. And so what I find hilarious is that, yes, this poor lady, she's fallen to the sidewalk and Pete or not Pete Clark is like, uh, you're biking around without a helmet. Never mind. He's on the sidewalk, Clark, but he's not wearing a helmet. Oh, my God. And he's like, you could hurt yourself or you could hurt someone else. Like maybe the fucking lady with her groceries all over the fucking sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, Pete basically says, like, oh, I've never felt, like, more alive. Oh, no, you don't feel more alive until you're about to die or something. Yeah, then the moment right before you die, and it's, like, saying at least Travis had that. Yeah, yeah, he he understood that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Before he plummeted to his death. Yeah, and Clark is like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I feel great. And he's like, hey, Clark, when are you going to start stop being a pussy and ask Lana out? (laughs) <laughs> Fordman's toast. Yep. Stop being uh, all talk and let's start being some uh, some real action. And so then um, Pete just kind of pieces out after yep. he says, like, yeah, Whit- since now that Whitney's gone, you know, Clark, make your move. Yeah. And Pete burns some donuts again on the sidewalk. Where are the police? <laughs> They're all gone like, because Ethan was the only cop. She was he was the Barbrady of the town, and now there's nobody. <laughs> oh my god! I actually mentioned that. I was like, "Is it has every cop left now because Ethan's not there? Is this now a lawless like Wild West scenario? Uh-huh. Got to take the law into your own hands." Because um, that would definitely not fly in real life nowadays, especially no. if it's a black person driving down a sidewalk. Oh, they'd be dead within twenty seconds. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. But not in Smallville. Smallville, you can do whatever the F you want. Damn the consequences. So off Pete goes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clark uh, runs into the Talon where, I don't know if you noticed the Talon sign this week, but the Talon sign this week says espresso for the, for the morning rush. Oh, <laughs> 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 
Da-da. So Clark goes in and um, Lana's down on the floor. She's like writing the specials on their little tiny sandwich board. You yeah. know, she's got to make it nice before Pete comes and ruins it. Mm-hmm. And she talks about Travis and how, you know, you just never know when it's your time. We all think life is, you know, long and we're invincible. But when it's our time, it's our time. Mm-hmm. And Clark kind of gets a little bit like... Like, what's going on? What's going on with you? Like, whatever. And she says, oh, the school counselor wants me to embrace life. And, you know, enough with my sad sackiness. Seize the day. Yes, exactly. And this is where Clark is just basically like, we should go on a date. Yeah. Like a real date. He's been beaten the head over the head with the symbolism enough. And he's like, all right, fuck. Pretty much. Want to go on a date or what? (laughs) And she's like, yeah. To which... Yeah, to which Lana was like, oh, I thought, like, you know, where's this coming from or something like that? And he's like, well, I just, you know, you're really going to say yes? And she says, all you ever had to do, Clark, was ask. Mm-hmm. Aw, barf. And it's like a, a weird scene because, like, he's, he's just, like, walks away stunned and, like, smiling. And it cuts to her. And, like, she does, like, this weird, like, kind of, like, really happy, like, squir- scrunchy face smile and then, like, turns away. <laughs> like, she is fucking stoked. Oh, yeah. I think, like, it's a very, like, traditional, I find yeah. Lana smile. She scrunches her face a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's adorable. I'm just saying. She does it a lot. So. They do uh, They do a little bit more symbolism in that next scene where uh, they cut into the cave, and it's the painting of Sagith and Naman. Oh, yes. And then we've got Clark, who is initially just cleaning up the cave. Because, yeah. of course, why, again, why would anybody be on top of this cave rave nope. at all? There's nope. no law enforcement. So, you know, obviously <laughs> there's no government in Smallville anymore. So nope. Nope. it's Clark on his own, one-handing it. And then in walks the evil guy. Yep. What, what, who? What was, the, what was the evil cape? Sagith. Yeah, I was like, what's the... I wanted to say Zangief. Human... <laughs> just pile drivers, Clark. <laughs> oh, fuck. All well, right, now you got to so... put that sound effect in. Just <laughs> Every time I say Zangief, it's just like, Zangief. Oh, you fuck. watch us are. So anyway, so Lex... Lex, the no. the, the bald Zangief shows uh-huh. up, yeah. and he tells tells Clark he's got a, he's got a cleanup crew coming. He's he's good. Don't worry about it. And then, you know, they start doing their Clark and Lex dance, where they're not going to tell each other what their true agendas are, but they both know that there's something going on. You yeah. know, deep yeah. deep underneath. So, you know, Lex asks Clark what his interest is in in the caves. Yeah, and, why he's um, there every day. Because his security at least told him at least that much that Clark is basically there every day. Yeah, before Lex canned his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he says to Clark, like, point blank, he's like, you're not keeping secrets from me, are you? Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, Clark keeps trying to explain it away, saying, well, you know, uh, Kyla, you know, she gave her life for these caves, and I'm doing this term paper on the caves, and, you know, he's trying to bullshit his way through it, and then Lex pulls out uh, another one of Clark's many books. Hieroglyphics uh, for Dummies. Yes! (laughs) Yes! It's the episode title! (laughs) Hieroglyphics for Dummies! And he asks him what his interest in the cave really is. Uh-huh. So Lex just kind of tells him, like, oh, I just think the, 
Yeah, it's a fascinating mystery. Like, don't you want to get to the bottom of this groovy mystery, Scooby? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Lex trying to move on from the subject just basically tells Clark anything to shut him up and says, you know, from now on, you're the only one allowed in this cave. How about that, Clark? How about that? And yeah. that's that's pretty much it. Clark leaves and Lex is down there, I guess, to clean up on his own. I don't know where his cleanup crew is, but they ain't there yet. So, <laughs> no, he's got he was given an idea by Clark's book. Did he even give Clark's book back? He just fucking took it. I don't like, know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I probably just took it. <laughs> this is my book now. Yeah, I took it. Finders keepers. So we got to the Talon and Lana is fixing up some flowers and Chloe enters and says, oh, I didn't even, you know, hear you get out of bed this morning. It's like you're avoiding me. Mm-hmm. To which Lana's like, oh, no, I just got lots of, you know, lots of flowers to arrange in my coffee shop. No big deal. I had to get here early. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chloe kind of like offers she because I... I I think Chloe is still under the impression that like Lana is still kind of grieving for Whitney and everything that's going on. So she offers Lana, she's like, you know, I'm always here to talk and like, Hey, if you want to play hooky tomorrow, like my dad can organize us getting out of school and we can go like shopping. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To which Lana says, Ooh, uh, awkward, but I'm going on a date. Yeah. Like she was trying, you could tell like, her whole purpose of like avoiding Chloe in the morning and getting there was to try to avoid exactly this conversation that they now have. Yup. Yep. 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 But now they got to have it. And Chloe's got to have it. And Chloe's got no fucking poker face at all. No, no. Because like, honestly, you can see, like you can just see the heartbreak. You can see the emotions. And Lana tries to say to her, like, you know, um, if this is going to be awkward, if this if this is going to be bad for us, like Lana was, I think, full on ready to like cancel the date with Clark if it meant her friendship with Chloe was going to be in jeopardy. I don't know, because the thing is, I think Lana had that choice, but Chloe put it like on Front Street and was like, uh, does it really matter how I feel? Yeah, she basically tells Lana, like, don't let me be your excuse. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, I mean, good on Chloe, but like, at the, but again, at the same time, she's giving off it. a totally, yeah, she's giving a totally different vibe. So she's given the mixed signals, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, it's typical high school, typical high school drama bullshit. Yep. Okay, so that two minutes and 30 seconds passes, and then we cut to another scene. <laughs> Seriously, there are so many cuts. There are so many scene changes in this episode. It's nuts. So keep up, everyone. Try to keep up. Yep, so yep. now we're on the Kent Farm. Kent Farm and DK and Mama K, they're looking over some brochures as Clark's coming down the stairs, and you find out that magically they've figured out their finances. Mm-hmm. And uh, they want to try to figure out how they're going to help Clark uh, afford college if he could ever graduate high school. Yeah, and they apparently have gotten a phone call from Principal Reynolds saying that Clark uh, is, you know, dropping the ball. And then also, uh, you know, uh, he's just been chronically late, mostly. But uh, he's also apparently been spending all that time in the caves yeah which again it's like we we we've not seen the caves since like six episodes ago so i'm i'm surprised that he's been quote unquote spending all of his time at the caves yeah yeah 
But anyway, so, you know, Daddy Kent's trying to lay down the law and he's like, you know, no more going out after school. I expect you here right after school and you got to stay here and get your shit together. And uh, Clark's like, oh, God, Dad. OK, that's fine. But like, can we do it after tomorrow? <laughs> please? Please. I have a date. Yeah. <laughs> please, please. Um, so he tells uh, tells him that he's got a date. And he, I love how he can't even like look at his parents while he says it that it's with Lana. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, Daddy Kent's like, uh, a study date? To which Clark's <laughs> like, no, Dad. God yeah. damn it. A date date. Studying anatomy. Oh, each other's anatomy. Um, so Mama Kent to the rescue here because she like turns to DK and is like whispering. She's like, oh, you have to let him go. You've got to let him go on this date with Lana. Mm-hmm. So D- so DK lightens up a little bit. He's oh, like, oh, yeah. He's like, okay, fine. If you can promise that you've got your homework done and your chores done by like before you leave tomorrow, then like you can you can go mm-hmm. on the date. To which, uh, you know, Clark's like, thanks, mom. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Rightfully yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Rightfully so. So Clark's about to leave and then Daddy Kent yells after him to tell Pete to stop cutting donuts in the field because he's scaring the cows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right about that part. Yeah. All right. So that two minutes and 30 seconds is over. So now we cut to the mansion. Again, keep up, everyone. <laughs> Fucking keep up on this one. Okay. Now we're at the Luther mansion. <laughs> we're going everywhere on this episode. Really rushing um, around. We absolutely are. So we cut to the mansion and we've got some stranger kind of manhandling Lex's books in the bookcase. Yeah. Yeah. We come to find out that this is the, the hieroglyphics for dummies author. Yeah. Uh, Professor Walden, but I just call him Waldo. Waldo. <laughs> to Waldo. Oh, Waldo. <laughs> so Lex comes in, thanks him for coming in. And he basically says, you know, I want you to investigate these, these cave drawings. Mm-hmm. And in true Lex fashion, once this Professor Waldo says, um, you know, in a year, maybe I could look at it because I'm heading to Chile and like, you know, I've got work to do when you want the very best. You have to wait for it and blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, Lex just hands him a big fat check. And I was like, well, uh-huh. let's change your mind. And the guy rips it up. Yeah. He's like, nope, doesn't change my mind. <laughs> and all he would have like, again, all Lex would have had to do is, hey, like the he walks into the room with the guy. He says, "Professor Walden, I'd like you to take a look at these photos. What do you think?" Yeah, yeah. Like, but no, he always goes with money first. Yeah, money yeah, first. Yeah. Money, intimidation, and then to the point. So it's yes. a system. It's the Luther system. Mm-hmm. Okay, so needless to say, you know, Waldo's checking out these images. He's super intrigued because they're not North American Indian. I'm pretty nope. sure is what he said. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're not Mayan. No. So what could they be? What could they be? Interesting. Very interesting. Okay, so now that two minutes and 30 seconds is done. <laughs> and now we're going to the torch. <laughs> uh. right. Where Clark then asks Chloe uh, where Pete is. And Chloe mentions that, well, Pete was supposed to come and help me with something, but he never showed up. Mm-hmm. So Chloe's kind of chalking it up to Pete trying to you know process and handle uh rick moranis's death which like yeah. honestly i uh heartbreak heartbreak if rick moranis dies so yeah. yeah 
um, you know, Clark is kind of, he's, he's kind of like, no, I don't really think that's it. But Chloe says, well, we all process, you know, freaking death differently. Mm. And then Chloe's just like, so what you doing this weekend? <laughs> and then he does not give her like a straight answer. And nope. it gets fucking chilly in that room. Like it does. And oh, he, that death glare. He Ooh. does. And Clark oblivious does not notice. He Absol- just asks more questions about what happened. And like she talks about what the autopsies came back. Yeah. So there's no drugs in his system, but mm-hmm. what he did have was a puncture wound in the back of his neck and a huge gland. <laughs> adrenal gland, you sickos. Adrenal gland, you sick fucks. <laughs> his his in his adrenal gland was engorged. It was very engorged. Oh my goodness. Probably throbbing. Uh-huh. Pulsing. <laughs> Pulsing. <laughs> and so that, then then Chloe mentions that there were two others uh, at that cave rave that died as well. Yeah. So one tried to do a swan dive into an empty pool because that makes sense. Welcome to Jackass. And, right. <laughs> and the other one wrapped their Corolla around a tree. Uh-huh. Um, so same. And they both had the same puncture wound and they both had the same engorged uh, you know, erect, erect <laughs> glands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, again, we're done with that scene now, and now we're cutting to the talent. So keep up, everyone. Keep up. <laughs> and now it's nighttime. Nighttime. So it's the next night past since the rave. Yeah. Following night, uh, and Clark's outside. He's going to be go- heading into the talent, and then Pete calls him. And yeah, he, Clark looks across the street, and Pete's just like dancing on a doom buggy. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah he's, he's standing on like the roof of like a jeep that has like the the doors like pulled off. Like it's like yeah, in, like, it's in mudden mode. Yes, yeah. And so you know, Clark's like, "Oh, Pete, that's dangerous. Get down. Don't dance on a jeep." Mm-hmm. Um. So then, <laughs> well, I, I want to let you explain the next part because you get to say your catchphrase. <laughs> I get to say my catchphrase. Yeah, R.I.P. Pete. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so he's telling Pete to get down. Pete jumps down. He kind of stumbles a little bit and then get hits by gets hit by a greyhound. R.I.P. That's it. Pete's Pete's done. Just just, just pasted on the road. Pasted. Just pasted. A Pete pancake on the road. Mm-hmm. Done. <laughs> and Clark's crying and ripping his shirt and be like, no. <laughs> You were supposed to bring balance to the force. (laughs) Not leave us in darkness. Okay. Anyways, Clark, of course, saves him. Clark saves him, brings, pushes him out of the way. And okay, another quick little story here. So you saw that like spill that Pete and Clark take Mm -hmm. and how Pete's chin definitely contacted with the concrete in a very rough and and tumble manner. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and he walked up from it completely unscathed. Not a scratch, not a not a, not a cut, no bleeding, no yeah, nothing. Okay, yeah. so fu- fun story. This summer, I went to uh, one of my besties' weddings, and it was in Canmore. Mm. So I I went with my with my best friend Adam. And we drove down together. We took my car. I have an electric car, so we had to charge it in Calgary. Mm. So we get out at that Cross Iron Mills Mall in Calgary, and we're walking around yeah. the mall. And I noticed that my buddy's acting kind of strange, but I chalk it up to like, he's never been to Cross Iron Mill. So I figure he's just trying to take it all in. Huh. I go into a store. He kind of like fucks off. He doesn't follow me in. So I buy my card. I just had to get a card huh. and I come out 
And I look to my left and here's this huge crowd of people surrounding my buddy who is now face down on the fucking floor. So I guess what had happened was he, he wasn't feeling well and he didn't want to tell me. So I think he got really lightheaded and kind of blacked out for a minute. So he, he collapsed onto the floor chin first. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, Paul, I thought he was, I, yeah, I thought he was dead. I thought he had bit his tongue off. I thought he went million dollar baby. And I was like, I thought I was witnessing. I thought I was witnessing the death of like my best friend. So I'm freaking the fuck out. Oh. And so when paramedics finally come, you know, he kind of comes to it. And he's fine, by the yeah. way. Spoiler alert, he's fine. Um, so when the paramedics come, they, you know, get him up, they get him onto the the stretcher. And as he finally puts his head back, oh my god, Paul, I saw a jawbone. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. He had a deep old gash right in his chin where yeah, it collided. So, Because <laughs> that's the thing is he went out and then fell with his full body weight straight into the ground. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, he, like, Adam was a little unconscious e when this all happened. So definitely his full weight would go into it. I'm sure that Pete and Clark kind of tried to rail themselves back but you can't tell me that there wouldn't have been a single scratch come on now, yeah Smallville. yeah no the number of times pete has been like not fucked up after going like head first through a locker or like you know that like through a yeah. windshield like yeah he's always fine he's always fine right oh god yeah. anyways so clark saves pete and what does pete do in return he- just freaking tells tells everyone a secret yeah he's basically like get off me he's like you take another step I'm going to tell everyone you're sacred. <laughs> so, of course, you know, everybody's going to listen to the crazy guy that just jumped in front of a bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he, Pete legit just runs through this crowd of random people. And he's like, my best friend's an alien. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and then he just runs away. Yeah, they're like, oh, crazy old Pete. Yeah, right. Clark, Clark <laughs> almost Clark almost literally does the thing where he grabs his like collar and goes, Ugh. yeah, almost. pretty much. But of course, like, who the fuck's gonna believe this guy? So no one believes him. No one cares. They're like, yeah, that's great, crazy. Let's go be crazy. Yeah, yeah. So um, okay, so now so that's now we cut again. Okay, now we're in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> now we're in the cave. Just keep up, everyone. Keep up. Uh, Chloe and Clark at the cave. Um, they're going to go investigate because Clark is convinced that something happened to Pete at the rave. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they break off and Chloe sees the big old wall crack yeah. and, uh, you know, it's neck, it's back. And mm-hmm. she just does the smartest thing that you could ever do. And she just sticks her hand into the crack. Yes. Like, like anyone would just shove their hand into a mysterious yeah. girl. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's totally what I would do, especially when and she finds goo. out that it's there was goo in there. <laughs> goo Andy's in there. <laughs> the return of Goo Andy. <laughs> he just manifests outside of the hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So anyway, so she gets all gooeyfied on her little hand, and then uh, Waldo comes in and startles Chloe. So she turns very, very quickly, and she's very close against the wall crack yeah and as they're kind of as the professor is like kind of you know giving her shit for like being there you know we get you know caesar milano comes out and goes gets her gets her (laughs) (laughs) um 
so she, you know, she, she wants to tell him to back off and then she gets, and then Clark enters and he's like, oh, hey, I totally know you. Didn't you write my hieroglyphics for dummies book? Yeah. But like, like right after Chloe gets bit too, like she almost like immediately turns into like sex kitten villainous. Right. And like takes her jacket <laughs> off and is like poking her chest out more than normal. Oh, and yeah. like just going seductress. It's, it's yeah. She's like playing this weird, like it's almost like she's trying to seduce the professor, but at the yeah. same time, she's also telling him to fuck off. Yeah. So it's like, one, yeah. you know, I know I'm sexy and I know you want this, but you can't have this, Professor. <laughs> under 18. Yeah, so uh, Clark is like, wow, it's 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 Where's Waldo? It's, I found him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, you know, Lex shows up and he, uh, and, and, you know, Waldo's like, uh, we can't have fucking teens in this fucking cave. And Lex takes fucking Waldo's side. Well, I mean, Waldo is is speaking truths here. I mean, honestly, like he's the only one speaking sentence because you're right. It's like we can't have these teenagers just poking around here when my team is going to be excavating and recording and archaeologicking and linguisticking all over the place. Uh, Yeah. Speaking speaking of that, when he tells Chloe to get off that ledge she's on, she steps down and she calls she calls uh, Waldo (laughs) a, a cunning linguist. (laughs) and she's like and she and he's like give me those photos that you took and she's like uh kiss my ass yep and and then they bounce bye yep Um, so then we got, uh, so now we're, we're done with that. Again, now we're cutting. We're cutting. Okay. We're going to the barn. <laughs> okay. okay. I know. Keep up. Keep up. Um, and now I'm not sure. This not, this has to be like next day. Because when Clark saved Pete, it was that night. So I don't know if Chloe and Clark went the next day or that same day. night. It has to That's be the next I'm day. Thinking. Yeah. Because yeah. Okay. Pete shows up. Ambushes Clark at the loft and is pissed about DK calling his parents. Yes, yeah, and I think it's like daylight outside. I'm pretty sure it's like, or it's supposed so. to be daylight outside. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, Pete's all pissy. He parkours all over the place to get to the freaking couch. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> Clark X-rays him against his permit without his permission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Pete's even like, "Did you just X-ray me?" god damn so clark sees that he's got this little wiggly worm uh, Mm -hmm. all up in his business creepy crawly um the creepy crawly and pete is like i feel amazing like i don't need no hospitals this is the best i've ever felt and just because clark you have superpowers doesn't mean you always get your way Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i'm yeah (laughs) i I can't hear it (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Pete uses kryptonite on him and then like while Clark is lying on the ground he runs past him but then runs back up to him and opens it again and it's like if you it's like if you don't back off I'll sell tickets to your storm seller. Right. Just being like holy shit the ultimate dick. Like holy crap. Yeah, and like the way Pete, um, Pete's energy where he's like jumping everywhere and like running around with his like arms out like he's just like <laughs> That's not, how Pete, that's not how Pete moves around. It's so weird that he's just like all crazed. Right. And where did he get the kryptonite from? He just knows where knows where Clark keeps it. I guess. Clark, yeah, that's a weird Clark, thing to tell people. Because Clark, for some reason, like a sicko, just keeps like the thing that can hurt him around. 
Yeah, that's right. why not? It's for fun. That's how he jerks off. He like, <laughs> tr- w- like he's right. He just he's just about to bust, and then he just opens that, and he's like, oh, and oh, he can't. God. His his version of edging. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, Jesus. I thought that we were going to get on Chloe's case for all the sexual innuendo in this episode, but we're doing just fine on our own. So, okay. <laughs> All right. So, again, now we're cutting. We're cutting. All right. Yeah. Our two minutes are done at the barn. Now we're back at the cave. Yeah. And we get and this. Those- is, this might be the one thing in the episode that is actually like content that is going to move the actual season story forward. Everything else in this episode is basically fluff except for this, which is that like they found one of the parasites actually more than one because they got some live samples. Yes. Uh, And then you see this ugly little worm just chilling in a jar and Lex comes in, they give it to Lex for him Mm -hmm. to look at. And that's when they kind of say like, Oh, this like doesn't have DNA like from this world, apparently like it's, they're they're like, there's no way that this came from here. Well, no, that's not quite yet because I think, Oh, damn it. Cause Lex Lex, uh, says he wants the, the live samples that are left because the nest was destroyed by, uh, I think liquid nitrogen. Yes. Uh, froze it. But uh, they got some live samples and he wants them sent to Cadmus Labs. Oh, you're right. I got ahead of myself. Okay, everyone just forget what I said. That worm <laughs> is totally from here, okay? It's totally it's from, from here. It's from Earth. Yes, from Earth. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so we're, so we're done with that. Now we're at the torch. Yeah. All right. To the torch and Clark walks in... Um, on Chloe having a nice little makeout session with some just random that she apparently met in the hallway. Just rando. Yeah. So he's kind yeah, of awkward. Cool. She's like, and then she's like, "Don't worry, Clark. We're done." <laughs> she's like, uh, "I'm done with you. The thrill is gone." Yep. Get out of here. So the guy leaves. Doesn't even get Chloe's number because no. she's totally done with it. No. Um, okay. And this this is like one of the most. This is one of the longest scenes, and it's also one of the most awkward. It's the awkward scenes that are the longest in uh-huh. this episode. So Chloe's wearing, and she's wearing her very low-cut red uh, see-it-all shirt mm-hmm. and her, like, hip-huggered little skirt. So you can see some yeah. midriff, which, yeah. you know, she's she's not following Smallville's uh, clothing Dress standards, code. right? No. Yeah, was, you know, she's distracting the boys. So <laughs> she... Uh, um, Clark, uh, wait, hang on. Oh, I got all lost in my jokes. I missed my notes. Okay. She asks Clark because he says, what's all that about or whatever? And she says, oh, why? Like, are you jealous? Because I thought you only had eyes for Lana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I heard about your date on, I heard about your date tonight or tomorrow night or whatever. And Clark kind of chalks it all up yeah. to like, okay, well, is that what this is all about? Like you just being a hoe for show? Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like, don't fucking flatter yourself. She's like. Yeah. So she tells him not to flatter himself, but as she's doing that, like she pulls out a lo- over to him and brings out a lollipop uh-huh. <laughs> and starts just sucking away on it very, very suggestively. For some reason, she shoves it to the back of her throat and she's like, oh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Clark's just watching. He's like, that was unnecessary. Oh, he's like, what the fuck? He's like, hey, look, there's a parasite. And she even asked, she's like, what can I do for you? Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's so she's so horny in this. Okay. So yeah, 
Clark says if the issue with Pete could possibly be a parasite. And then Chloe's like, what orifice did you pull that one from? <laughs> and she's like, hey, I'm, I'm, she's like, I, 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 I listen to your theories. Yeah. I, I investigate. Meh. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't x-ray her to find the parasite here. No, because, I mean, he's still not really catching on. I think he's just chalking it all up to her being pissed off about the date. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, so they kind of chit-chat about it. Um. And Clark says, well, the parasite could be feeding off of these adrenaline glands because they're all engorged yeah. uh, when these peop- when these kids died. Yeah. Um, so Chloe says, well, they would have found it in the autopsy, dum-dum. Mm-hmm. And Clark says, well, dum-dum. They could have burrowed out after the after they died. Like, because, yeah. you know, like like parasites do, they want to keep living. Um, so Clark wants Chloe to help him talk to Pete. And Chloe just, like, she just looks pissed off. Like, mm-hmm. either she's looking super horny or she's looking really mad. It's like, mm-hmm. there's no in-between in this episode, yeah. for the most part. So... Clark kind of apologizes and he's like, I'm sorry that like you're mad about this date with Lana, but I thought we were past all of this. Yep. And uh, then at that point, Chloe's just kind of like, okay, Clark, I'll, I'll help. do it for you. Uh-huh. I'll do it. And, and as, <laughs> and as Clark lo- walks away, she continues to just give a BJ to the lollipop. Cause why not? Yeah. Just <laughs> slurping on it. And then uh, it's one of it's one of those really round bulbous ones too. So mm-hmm. your lips just kind of do that little like that bulbousy wrap around. Like it's oh god. It's and uh, just... so Clark goes to go talk to Lana, and Chloe goes to dye her hair. Yeah, essentially, because yeah, I, I made a note about that. I was like, oh, do you notice how Chloe's hair is different? Like, damn. Well, there's weird. Off? There's there's been weird hair continuity over the last few episodes. Like a couple episodes ago, she had like red highlights in her hair, but then at the beginning of this one, she didn't. Um, yeah. Then in yeah. this one, she has the red highlights with black highlights, and it's yes, it's hair cast all over the place. It is. Yeah, I'm. I'm just assuming that like. Chloe probably has like washout dye. That's yeah. what I chalk it yeah. up to. I'm like, she's got that washout shit. None of that permanent stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So it's you know, cut to the talon again. We're mm-hmm. done with the torch. Let's go to the talon. Yeah. Uh. And Clark enters, and of course Lana. You know, little doe-eyed Lana. I'm so excited about tonight. And then Clark's gotta drop the shit bomb. Yep. That he's got a bail. Mm-hmm. So. He basically, you know, Lana's very upset and, you know, Clark tries to explain it to be like, if Lana, if it literally wasn't life or death, his words, if it wasn't life or death, like I wouldn't cancel, but it is. And, you know, Lana's like, okay, I get it. Like, what's one more day? We've waited this long. What's one more day? And then in comes Chloe sporting her new hairstyle with a very healthy looking Pete. Yep. And Clark (laughs) looks like a fucking asshole. He sure does. Because even Pete says, he's like, I'm freak- I'm fine. I feel amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lana's like, oh, because Clark made it sound like you were on your deathbed. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Pete is going to rub That's salt in that That's just Clark being Clark. Just Clark being Clark. He ain't going to help at this point. Yeah. And then as soon as Lana storms off, Pete does that thing where he's like, Clark, you're my boy from day one, blah, blah, blah. And then just slips some of that red kryptonite. Slips a little red kryptonite in the front pocket of the shirt. Yep. yep. And uh, we see we see Clark turn into his little devilly devilish self. Yeah. Red eyes to commercial. 
Oh, yeah. And so now we're just going to get to, like, some of the cringiest, most awkward, awkward stuff in the entire episode. (laughs) (laughs) So let's cut to the barn. We're done with the talon. We're now at the barn. Mm -hmm. All right. Chloe, Pete, and Clark, they're all going up to the loft. They're talking about jumping a quarry uh, with the car. And Mm -hmm. Pete says, yeah, it'd be fine. Because, you know, if we're going to die, Clark will just catch us. Be fine. To to which Chloe kind of like laughs. She's like, oh, yeah, right. And then all everything comes out. Like, should we we tell her? They're like, should we tell her? Clark's like, I'm surprised she hasn't figured it out already. She's such a journalist. (laughs) He's like, he's like, Pete, do the honors. And Pete freaking smashes a baseball bat against Clark, just reams it and busts it into a thousand pieces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, Clark's fine. Yeah. And then uh, Clark or Pete says to Clark, "Hey, Clark, it's kind of it's kind of dark in here. Why don't you light some lamps?" Mm-hmm. So yeah, Clark yeah. uses yeah. his heat vision, mm-hmm. lights the lamps, and then he speed runs behind Chloe in the blink of an eye, and yeah. she turns and. Then they're eye banging each other. It's a whole freaking awkward, cringy moment. Um, yeah. And then Clark kind of says, "Like, let's just say I'm not from around here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Pete tops it off with, "Yeah, he's my brother from another planet." <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even rhyme, Pete. <laughs> uh, and then Chloe is like, "Wait, so if I climb up on this railing and fall, will you catch me?" Clark's like, go ahead, but I won't catch you. (laughs) (laughs) And then Chloe falls uh, onto a pitchfork and dies. Yeah. R.I.P. Chloe. (laughs) Uh, But like the way that like he actually does catch her. And then while he's still holding her in his arms and she is like way into this. uh, Sploosh City. Sploosh City. uh, And then Lex just happens to walk in right then. Yes. And, you know, he's not interrupting anything, of course. And so then Chloe, like, as Clark puts Chloe down, mm-hmm. Chloe's like, oh, does, does he know? And Clark, being the red kryptonite asshole mm-hmm. he is now, is like, oh, I would never tell people who like to stab me in the back. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Lex is like, I'm right here. And God Pete, damn it. <laughs> and Pete's like, uh, I, I, he's like, I'm done with this piece of shit. I'm going to go wait in the car. <laughs> And then uh, <laughs> Chloe's like, hey, uh, for such a rich asshole, what's with the not having a toupee? <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm just like, Chloe, that only covers the very tippy top of his head. That would look stupid. <laughs> it's called a wig. <laughs> and Lex would never like waste his time with a wig. Okay, motherfucker can just get plugs. Okay, he doesn't need wigs. <laughs> yeah, not, not in the modern era. No way. No way. So Lex, you know, so Chloe leaves um, to go chill with Pete and Lex kind of asks Clark if they're okay. He's kind of assuming they're on something and Clark's like, no, man, we're just like, we're just kicking it. Just enjoying life. We're just chilling. It's fine. Yeah. Um, And oh, "Oh, by the way, Lex, I'm going to be going into those caves whenever the hell I please. Yes. So yeah, Lex had come in to basically tell Clark that like Waldo's not budging and you know, he's not going to argue and push the issue. And yeah, Clark is like, well, isn't that too bad for you, Lex? Because I'm just going to go in whenever the fuck I want. Mm -hmm. And like, (laughs) Lex says says something to the effect of like warning Clark, like not to cross the line. Like he likes how Clark is standing up for himself, but not to cross the line. Yeah. And Clark's like, well, is that a threat? 
And he's like, nope, it's just a, it's just a word of advice. And, oh, and this is then Clark, like, kind of shoves him out of the way and yeah. shit. And then he's like, well, let me give you a piece of advice, Lex. You better stay the hell away from me from now on yeah. or you'll regret it. Yeah. Okay, so cut there. Cut there. We're done. Done at the barn. Now we're uh, in a car. We're in the blue sports car with Pete, Clark, and Chloe. And they're speeding down the road. Mm-hmm. And here's where it gets ultra cringy because mm-hmm. chloe asks clark what other powers he has and he tells her well why don't you come on back here and find out uh-huh. give you some of the super d <laughs> and then apparently pete has only just noticed pete chloe's ass for the first time yes only for the first time he's like whoa chloe where did that come from <laughs> <laughs> i guess she got herself a little bit donk donk when that parasite infected her this is swelling. This is swelling. <laughs> Every, I, okay, now my head cannon is is that as soon as somebody gets bit in the neck by this thing, they're they just get like a big juicy ass. <laughs> it just bounces everywhere. Just so so lovely. <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, so, yeah. So then um, Chloe says, oh, we need to make a, a pit stop before we go to the quarry. Let's go to the Talon. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Oh God! Oh, we Jesus. get to see another server that works at the Talon. I know employee number two. Oh, Lana's moving up in the world. Poor girl. Mm-hmm. Poor girl. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, Chloe and Clark are basically just like having over the clothes sexy times, like on the couch. Yeah. Like full on. Like Chloe's underneath him. He's laying full on top of her. Like uh-huh. just full out makeout session. Yeah. Um. So the only em- the only other employee, the second employee, comes up, tells him to beat it, and Chloe's like, "Why don't you go get your manager?" Uh huh. And then as soon Karen. as she beats, <laughs> Karen, yeah. And then uh, she also suggests that uh, they play a game of strip poker with no cards. <laughs> yes. So just just let's just take our clothes off, essentially. Uh-huh. Clark loses <laughs> his shirt, which is important. Because the red meteorite rock slips out of his shirt and stops glowing. Uh-huh. So as Chloe is trying to freaking tongue bang Clark uh, with his shirt off, he kind of comes back to his senses. And I love it because he's shirtless and now he's desperately trying to cover himself up. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fuck, if Lana comes out right now, I'm fucked. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Oh God. Um, so he tries to cover up. He's telling Chloe he can't do this, and you know she's she gets pissed. Yeah, because he kind of pushes her off and tries to leave, and then she's like, "Do you, so like you just don't even you know you don't even care. You don't even want me. You just want me for my search engine abilities, and I'm sick of mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I want you, Clark. And, I and then so he does the thing that we did we noticed from last week where he does an X-ray. And we hear the X-ray noise, but we don't actually see the X-ray effect. Yes. Um, yeah. And he's and he's like, oh, "You've got a boner bug too." <laughs> no, not the boner bug. <clears throat> and again, Chloe's like, "I feel great. I feel fine." Mm-hmm. And uh, she just kind of makes out with him again. She just kind of forces herself on mm-hmm. him. Uh-huh. And Clark is trying to pull away. And as he pull does pull away, we see Lana. Uh huh. Wait, And um, Clark and Clark's like tries to be like, it's not what it looks like. And Chloe's like, fuck you. It is exactly what it looks like. And Clark has told me everything. That's right. I know all the secrets. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think Lana like says anything. I'm she pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. She just cries and she goes to the back. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Um. So Chloe 
leaves and Clark of course like goes after her um Pete's outside waiting and Clark then tells both of them you know okay enough is enough we got to get you guys to a doctor and Pete's like doctor 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 what happened to the little red rock I put in your shirt uh-huh and then Pete just gives him the crypto fist just punches him oh. and like <laughs> he, do you see like like he crumples a newspaper like box completely flat like, right and again, no one notices. Nobody no. notices this. No, God. not even not even so, Lana when she throws the flower vase of oh, water on him. Jesus. So yeah, so Pete and Chloe they speed off in the car. Clark's unconscious on the ground, and yeah, Lana comes out with the cold water, dumps it, mm-hmm. and doesn't say anything to Lana except "Where's Chloe and Pete?" Yeah. So. Lana's had enough and she's like, I don't know. And I don't freaking care. And she turns to walk away. I don't know if she was like expecting Clark to come after her mm-hmm. um, because she does turn around like, and, and he's he, gone. again, speeds off in broad daylight with people everywhere. Yep. <laughs> but no one saw a thing. Oh, nobody saw a single thing. And then we get the, the the climax of this is so weird. It's like they realized they were running out of time because the thing where like Chloe and Pete are, are at the gorge and they back up and they're going to go for it and they drive off the edge and Clark catches them and says, oh, playtime is over. And then they just <laughs> cut straight to the medical center. I know. Yeah, it was kind of anticlimactic for all of the buildup that we got. I was at least hoping for a little more like green kryptonite action with Pete. Yeah, yeah. Like, eh, but eh, yeah, you're right. They were they tried the time because I th- at this at this point there was only like eight minutes left in the episode. Yeah, and they still have to cut to like four more scenes. <laughs> yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Pretty freaking much. They still have a lot of cuts to do. Um. So yeah, Clark catches them, takes them to the hospital. And we have the scene with Chloe. She's kind of just out of surgery. She wakes up. The parasite's gone. She's back to normal. Mm. Um, Clark's visiting. And she now claims that, or well, she says she doesn't remember anything past the cave. Right. So every, everything else is blacked out. And convenient. she just says, well, I hope. Yeah, it's very convenient. Um, and she just says, well, I hope I didn't do anything like too crazy. And then Clark's like, hmm, nope, nope. nope. Nope, this is fine. No worries. (laughs) And you can tell, like, the whole time. I mean, Chloe's kind of understanding that, like, something probably did happen. Uh She's not not totally oblivious and stupid. Um, But Clark's not really going to push the issue. And then we get Lana coming in. Yeah, and she will not look at Clark. No. Oh, God. She refuses to make eye contact. And she tries to leave because she's like, oh, I'll give you guys some more time. Clark's like, oh, no, 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 I was just leaving. Don't worry about it. And Clark tries to apologize. And mm-hmm. Lana's like, uh, no offense, you fucking asshole, but I'm here to see Chloe. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> been here to see my friend. She's been ill. And it's like, Chloe says she feels like she should be apologizing for something. But Lana completely lets Chloe off the hook. Right? I absolutely hate this because it's like... <sighs> Not to say that, like, there's no reason that Lana wouldn't be upset regardless if there was a parasite or not or, like, regardless for the reason. But, I mean, you would think that, like, a little explanation could probably help the situation maybe a little bit. Like, why didn't Lana be like, well, Chloe, why were you acting so strange? Why did you have to come have surgery? Like, what happened? Like, da-da-da-da-da. Like, didn't – none of that. Like, freaking none of that. So she ain't having it. And when Chloe kind of tries to bring up – you know, well, what, what did I do? Yeah, what happened? 
Um, she oh she wants to know what happened with Lana's date with yeah. Clark. She's like, well, I guess it was a bust. And Lana's like, no, I uh, you know I caught him making out with another girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and when Chloe tries to ask who it was, Lana's like, oh, I didn't recognize her. Uh huh. God damn it, Lana. Just freaking be upfront. For for all the shit that she gives Clark about keeping secrets, she might not keep secrets outright, but she like, avoids she confrontation. Def- she avoids yeah, confrontation. She, she pussyfoots around a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. And Chloe looks very unconvinced by this. She is not convinced at all. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that 30 seconds is over. Okay, let's get to the farm. We only got like three minutes left, guys. Three minutes. Okay, so now we're at the farm. And DK and Mommy Kent, they're chatting with uh, with Clark about Pete and Chloe. Like, oh, are you sure that Chloe doesn't remember anything? Mm-hmm. And we can't believe that Pete, you know, was trying to tell your secret and gave you the red meteor, punched you with green kryptonite. You know, yeah. the list freaking goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, and Clark, in true Clark fashion, is like, well, it wasn't his fault. Like, he, you know, he was... Um, he was under the influence of this parasite. He, you know, he wasn't in his right mind. And, you know, Pete enters yeah and just kind of cuts him off he's like i don't need you to freaking apologize for me clark and explain i'll just apologize myself yep and then the kents reiterate that they know that clark's secret is a big burden on him but that uh they also understand that everyone stumbles and you know the they also just let him know that he's still part of the family whether he likes it or not whether he likes it or not no takesies backsies <laughs> okay so now we're down to the farm okay we got two minutes left okay so for the next minute we're going to be at the mansion (laughs) where this is where uh you know professor waldo comes in and this is where lex confirms that the tests at cadmus are done and the Mm -hmm. dna from the parasite is nothing that is found on this earth yeah it's completely unique yeah possibly alien in origin possibly maybe uh so waldo says well i better you know get back to work and lex at this point is like okay you can get back to work but you know you gotta let clark in you gotta let him come in whenever he wants he basically like he's he comes down the stairs and he's just like i'm gonna need you to give clark kent unfettered access to the caves yeah whatever he wants to do if he wants to blow it up you let him yep and (laughs) he he believes that clark knows more than he's letting on Dun, dun, dun. So, yeah, we're getting to a we're getting to a point with Lex where like to Clark's face, he's going to still try to be nice old Lex, but we're going to start seeing a lot more of him like behind the scenes, like actively working against Clark. Yeah, which I mean, uh, makes me sad. Makes me sad. <sighs> Anyways, let's just let's just let that go for now. Yeah. Uh, and cut to our final thirty seconds at the Talon. Yep. Where uh, it's nighttime, Lana's closing up the shop, and Clark comes in and tries to apologize, Ninja Turtle style, with mm-hmm. a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like, I Lana, mean, that's Lana, a good apology. <laughs> Lana, Lana walks up to it, but she like still has like almost full health, so it's like a total waste, and she just like uh, uses up the whole pizza, and she's like, "Fuck." Yeah, didn't do shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it. even the boss fight yet. No, yeah, it's a waste. <laughs> so yeah, Lana's super unconvinced, and you know, and she basically accuses Clark of still having feelings for Chloe, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Clark tries to deny it all, but she's like, you know what? When Chloe was kissing you, then Clark, why were you kissing her back? Which 
Lana wasn't there for the initial makeout session, mm-hmm. so maybe she heard about it from the employee afterwards. Yeah. Because because when she first walked in on them, like Clark was actively trying to pull away from Chloe. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so that's, you know, Lana's just not having it. She's pissed. She doesn't want to see him. So Clark just leaves. He leaves the rose on the counter. Lana indulges for a moment and sniffs it. And then she's like, ah, this rose smells like shit and pizza. And so she throws it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and end credits. That's it. End credits. <laughs> mm, this, this rose smells like pizza. Yeah. Don't want it. <laughs> and yeah and that's the end of a a very weird kind of i would call it like almost a bottle episode like it's it didn't really have much to do with anything like it no it, it they found a way to work the the rave thing and the parasite thing into the cave storyline because the cave yeah. storyline is like the meat and potatoes of this season right uh, freaking for episode 14 of 22 we're finally getting back to the caves <laughs> <laughs> it's about time smallville it's about time yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so no it was um it was definitely an interesting episode it's to me um i found a lot of it very cringy when they were all parasitic and under the red kryptonite Mm -hmm. uh influence it's just it was just a lot of cheesy one-liners like oh when they were making out in the back and clark's like keep your eyes on the road pete and oh chloe where'd that ass come from and oh my brother from another planet yeah they're and they're doing like so cheesy they're like doing like weird like like almost like joker like grin facial expressions right yeah it was it was really kind of ugh. it was hard to watch like just those parts but i'm that didn't make the, the episode unwatchable it was i was just like oh god really and again we get the whole lana clark thing starting to advance and it falls back again like it, like again they, they they asked they got to the date and yeah. then this had to happen. So again, mm-hmm. we're at that Clark, Lana, will they, won't they? We're back at it again. We're back. We're back down to they absolutely shan't. Yes, but we know that won't last forever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, so Paul, out of um, oh god, what are we gonna call this? Out of uh, five horny teenagers, what are you gonna give this episode? I will give this one. Try to think of a good way to. <laughs> I, will, I will give this uh, three and a half alien tube mans out of five. <laughs> oh, that's a good one too. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I, it's it's like a it's like slightly a little over above average because it's just got some goofy shit, and I like mm-hmm. goofy shit. But like, it's honest. You know, what? actually, it's going to be a three. Like, it is oh. the middle of the road. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, I would go with your three and a half. I'd say about the three and a half ish mark. Um, Mm -hmm. I, uh, it was a fun episode. Like I'm not saying it wasn't fun. It was very fun to watch. It was fun to see the red kryptonite make a little tiny comeback, but I'm, I'm glad that Clark wasn't under the influence of it for like the whole episode. So I'm like, okay, that was a good choice. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I didn't like all the quick cuts. Yeah, there wasn't there wasn't I mean, again, it's like the main story is supposed to be the caves, but it became the B story. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
So anyways, so just for those reasons, like if the caves are going to be your main focus of season two, I want more cave. I mean, we're going to like a couple episodes from now, there's going to be like a really major episode that's going to like unlock a lot of information, especially about the language and the hieroglyphics. And it's like episode 17 is that one. Oh, perfect. But but we've got two more before that. Okay. Two more fillers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so for a filler episode, it was still really good. Um, I didn't feel like it dragged, even though there were lots of quick cuts, and even though it was just the same thing of Pete and Chloe needing to seek medical help for their parasites, they kept it interesting enough that it, you know I I wanted to watch it to the end. So yeah, three and a half, three yeah. and a half. I think it's yeah. pretty fair. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why don't we? Uh, why don't I go through the socials, Paul, and yep. uh, you can queue up the next week's episode. Yeah. Okay. Actually, okay. So last episode we compared what your what your TV guide said versus my Amazon, and right. I want to pull up my Amazon at the same time. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna compare. All right. So you get the socials, uh, and I will read my. Uh, right. I'll read the thing off. But, okay. Yeah. So if uh, if you guys liked the episode uh, today or any of our previous episodes, you can uh, follow us all over social media for like more more good content or at least, you know, mediocre, semi good content. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Save Us Pod and you can follow Paul himself at Oz Luop. You can also follow me on Twitter at GamerMomCA. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitch and YouTube, should you choose. Um, you can leave us questions, comments, fact checks, um, you know, comments about uh, our wonderful voices and our funny jokes. Mm-hmm. But no bad criticisms, okay? And no dick pics. Um, and you can leave them all on the Anchor voicemail. At, uh, <laughs> you can send a dick pic through the Anchor voicemail because we can't hear your dick. I don't know. I mean, could can't you? Uh, actually, I don't Depending want. I don't. I do it. not. No, I. I take it back. I take it back. Do not send right. audio of your dick. We'd really appreciate it if you didn't. <laughs> uh, but you can leave us, yeah, fact checks, questions. Um, you can give us like uh, some criticisms. I mean, we'll take a few uh, to let us know if there's anything that we could do to like make the episode more enjoyable. If there's anything new you'd like to see or hear from us, you know, also, we're 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 building, we're learning. Yeah. So we we need we need that feedback. And we don't. I don't ask this every episode, but like. Just go on to whatever podcatcher you listen to. Like if you if you on Apple Podcasts, just quickly scroll to the bottom and just tap a five star or a three star yeah. or whatever stars out of stars that you want to tap. Or if you're on like Podcast Addict, just give the episode a thumbs up just so it bumps us up in those rankings so people find the show when they're looking for us because there are a couple big Smallville shows out there that have been either long running or are only starting, but have some big names attached to them. But honestly, but none of them have the best name of any Smallville podcast. And that's That's ours. Like, I mean, come on. I'm sure that Tom Welling and Michael Rosenbaum saw our podcast and they were like, oh, fuck, it's taken already. Ah, Shit. Yeah, you know they've stumbled upon it. Tom, Michael, we know. We know. <laughs> and they're like, I We guess, know you guys are listening. They're like, fuck, I guess what what's what are we gonna call it then? They're like, oh, Talkville. They're like, yeah, we'll use that as like a placeholder for now. And then they actually got to the first episode and we're like, oh fuck. <laughs> 
I guess yeah. Stockville. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you guys want to buy the name from us, we'll take two million dollars. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I'd yeah. take it. I'd take it. Yeah, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd take that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, oh, okay. And you can also email us, saveuspod at gmail dot com. Yes. Seriously, engage with us. We like engagements. Mm-hmm. And we promise that we won't be cruel. We'll be very nice. And if you're a few episodes ahead or behind, and you want to leave specific messages about specific episodes. Uh, those could go into the episode that are appropriate for them. I just, you know, I just need to hear those, hear those coming down the pike. So, yeah, uh, they they are easy to add. Yes. Um. Yeah. So, okay, Paul, what are what are we what are we in for for next week? All right. So next week on Smallville, season two, episode fifteen, Prodigal, Lex finds out his or Lex finds his long-lost brother Lucas and tries to persuade his sibling to help him stage a financial coup against their father. Unfortunately, Lex's plan backfires. Meanwhile, Clark applies for a position at Lana's coffee shop. Because <laughs> that's not going to be awkward. <laughs> Lana's going to work him like a dog. Lick these boots, Clark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay mine is almost pretty much word well not word for word but it's very much the same uh lex lex finds lucas the son lionel gave up for adoption and brings him home in the hope that they can unite against lionel but when lionel's uh oh god machinations machinations Mm -hmm. okay put all three of them in a dangerous situation lex is left to wonder whom he can really trust meanwhile Clark decides to take a job at the Talon. Yeah, it's so weird that, like, this version that I read, like, called it Lana's Coffee Shop. Like, it has a fucking name. (laughs) It's a Talon, damn it, TV guide. Jesus. (laughs) Casuals. Oh, God. Well, either way, I'm here for it. I'm excited. I can't wait to watch Lana just, like, torture Clark at the Talon. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And honestly, it's. I feel like it's one of those ones where those are not going to be the only things that happen. Like, oh, right? yeah, no, there's there's going to be a lot more. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Clark has to be involved in some way in a superhero sense. So it can't just be Clark just making coffee. <laughs> After begging Alana to talk to him. Yeah. I was going to say, wouldn't it be hilarious if the whole episode was just Lionel and Lex and Lucas, the, the three L's, yeah, yeah. doing their thing, and it's their whole story, and then the last five minutes is just Clark, like, taking coffee orders? So uh, it it really would be them all taking the L. Ah, And by that note, somebody save us.